Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, rugby fans. Welcome back to another very special edition of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. We're continuing the snake draft train. Today, I'm very pleased to be joined by Drew Creaseman of DNVR Rockies. Drew, how's it going, man? Doing well. Super excited to be here, man. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me. And then, of course, I'm joined by Justin. He's sitting co-pilot with me on all these episodes. How's it going, Justin? Always good, man. We got Drew in the house. His voice is just soothing. I missed hearing it, Drew. We don't we don't get to do enough content together. I'm gonna force myself on the Rockies podcast just because I want to hang out with you. Right. No, that seems like a perfectly reasonable thing to do. I mean, watching the Rockies isn't necessarily the best reason to do it. So yeah, just come hang out with us. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're bringing people together on the show. That's what I've learned so far. We're just we're blending right. worlds here. And if you've been paying attention to any of the podcasts we've been doing over these last couple of weeks, we're drafting a sevens team out of Rockies players. So just a little quick rundown for people that aren't familiar with sevens. Sevens is a, a version of rugby. Seven players on seven, against seven players. They play two seven-minute halves with a two-minute halftime. It's on a full-size rugby pitch. So, Drew, the spiel I kind of have given everybody is you, you got to be in great shape. You got to be able to, to run and you got to be able to tackle uh, but you don't necessarily need to be big. That's kind of like a common misconception that we've been seeing yeah. online, especially uh, the, the, you know, Justin, I'm sure we, you've seen some of the, we've taken some of it on the chin, man. Uh, we're I know not- people are coming in hot with the, with the takes before they even listen to the podcast, throw in some extreme shade, yeah. but that's how it always goes with this type of thing. It's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. All right. And Drew, I know when we were talking about doing this episode, uh, you, you said that Rockies would be fun to do because there has just been so many players, right? There's so many players on a baseball team. We have a lot to choose from. And that's the thing that's great about baseball, man. There's just so many of them. Yeah. And in that same light, though, I'm going to warn you, be prepared for somebody to be like, why don't you take these 20 guys? It was like, we're only picking 21 guys, right? We, we can right. only pick 21 <laughs> baseball players for this right. draft. There's going to be some people that are missed. We're doing our best. Listen to it. I feel like we've given good you know, logic and reasoning for every one of these picks that we made. Uh, so and by my teams, they, they've they've been yeah turned well. They've turned out pretty well for the most part. My Nuggets draft didn't go quite as smooth as as I was hoping, but I'm getting kind of smoked in that vote. But 
That's okay. It, it all evens <laughs> out, right? You won, you won the see you one. Congrats! I won the see you one, which yeah. was really funny. Pleasant so surprise. So I'm I'm the captain of the buff ship now, yeah. and they're just gonna have to deal with it. That's a super tough look for Hank. He's been, he's been, he's been <laughs> awfully right? quiet. He's been awfully quiet about. That yeah, that's that's a tough look for him. He's been quiet. Oh. Drew, looking forward to jumping into this one with you, man. It should be a good one. So I wanted to take a little bit before we get into the draft too, just talk about baseball and rugby. So there's a there's a very helpful Wikipedia page that I've used quite frequently this year as this whole crossover program gets off the ground. And it talks, you know, it highlights all these different players that have crossed over from, you know, rugby to something else. You can find, you know, guys that played baseball and football crossover from crossover, I say with air quotes, because those are two pretty, you know, normal sports that play in the offseason here in the United States. But there's nobody that I cannot find anybody that had rugby experience that played in the MLB except for this one fella whose name is Aaron Whitefield. And I'll go ahead and read you a little bit about this guy. OK, uh, he is in the Minnesota Twins. Uh, I think he actually just plays for the Twins. Actually, he's an outfielder. He's 24. He's from Brisbane, Australia. Uh, and there's a there's a nice little article about this guy who he grew up in Australia. He, he was born in New Zealand, or I guess he's born in New Zealand. I don't know. He's from Oceania, somewhere down there. He wanted to play for the All Blacks growing up, and, and he's actually playing baseball now, which I feel like is a, a completely different change of direction of what you want to do. But that's like really the only guy I could find uh, with some baseball and rugby experience, aside from this guy Caleb Geiger, who played on the Colorado Exos this year played baseball in college as well, but he also played football at the same time. So I feel like the football part is kind of carrying his rugby career a little bit more than the baseball part. <laughs> slightly. Yeah, probably slightly. just slightly. So, but I, you know, the more I was thinking about this and the more, you know, I studied up on this and, and thought about guys I wanted to pick, I could see some qualities from baseball that trans transition over into rugby. First one being underrated athletes, underrated athletes. Yes. Decision-making. Mm -hmm. You have to make good decisions in a very, you know, short time span in baseball you know, catch a, you know, catch a line drive, decide where you want to throw it. You got to decide in a split second whether you want to swing at this pitch or not. So you got to make good decisions. Um, you know, like you said, you, sneaky good athletes, baseball players, especially outfielders cover a lot of ground and not that long of a time span. Yeah. Uh, so I think there's a lot of different ways we can take this, uh, you know, hand-eye coordination, of course. Lateral so, movement, explosiveness. I mean, you yeah. got to be explosive to be a good base stealer. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, Down yeah. bases. There, there's a lot of different ways we can take this, and the more I think about it, the more I think this is going to be a really fun one. So, uh, you guys have any other? I know you threw out a couple out there, Justin. Is there any other your qualities that I skipped over before we jump into this draft? We don't want to underrate baseball players' ability to drink alcohol in excess in <laughs> celebration, which is a thing we've talked about a lot. That's a big part of rugby culture. Part of rugby is they're fun guys to have a drink with. True. You know? So I, yeah, after a match, you always go and you drink with the other team and you talk about the game and you have a big meal and it's a post-game drink up. So that's worked our way into the draft before. Justin took uh, Dave Bakhtiari from CU for his beer chug. There you go. You're drinking a, a beer on the show right now. Justin Shout out took, Brett Brew. Yeah, Brett Brew. Justin took a David Bakhtiari for his ability to chug beer along with his size and ability to play football as well. Okay. So I'll admit that was that was an aspect I had not considered. I'll include it in my thinking as as we go throughout here. Because yeah, the Rockies have had some guys. It's it's not quite the right era. The era right before really the Rockies came along in baseball, the 70s and 80s baseball players <laughs> just legends for yeah. being able to throw back it was really common back then for a pitcher you know you go your six innings 
you get taken out of there. The manager comes, takes the baseball from you. You go straight into the clubhouse and crack open a beer before the ball game is over, long before it's over. We need to bring that back. Why? Why not? You're not going back in the game, anyways. Who yeah, cares? Your day's done. Why don't like soccer players do that? That's another one, right? And in, in football, where you when you're substituted out, you're not going back in. Crack one open on the sideline and throw it back, <laughs> especially if you like. Or the, the offensive player who scored the, the winning goal and now you're being subbed out for the defensive player so your team can tank, throw it back. Yeah. And you did your job. It's just like yeah. you get off work, right? You get off work and you go home and have a beer. It's no different. So mm-hmm. now that that's in your brain, though, you know, think about how you can incorporate that one into the draft. So, all right, guys, if you're ready to jump in, I'm ready. I did a little random number generator, um, and, and this is the draft order. So I'll pick first, then Drew will pick, then Justin, obviously a snake. So Justin will pick those next two, and we'll work our way back. So I guess with that, the, we're on the clock. It starts with me. This is not the position I wanted to be in, quite honestly, because there's so many good <laughs> options. I mean, I have literally the entire history of the Colorado Rockies at my disposal here. And I think I'm going to take Todd Helton. I'm going to take Todd Helton for his football ability. Uh, he was a durable player. He played forever. You know, I'm taking, hot, I'm taking Todd Helton. Makes good Thank decisions. Not worried about the cardio at all? No, not, no. I'm taking a little younger Todd Helton. <laughs> That's right. one Helton could move a little bit. Yeah, he could move. He like yeah, underrated as a as an athlete a little bit there. Yeah, he's gonna run out. You can't of, hit that many doubles if you can't run. Exactly, he's gonna run out a lot of doubles, and and he's gonna make good decisions. So he was in those like comically long at bats. He knows which pitches to swing at. Right. Uh, really smart. Uh, yeah. Get a, get base on balls. Tennessee with bad footwork. Exactly. So exactly. Right. So I, I'm gonna take Todd Helton with the first overall right. pick. Brownie points too on the vote. The fans will love that. Yeah, right. Did you guys know that he's friends with Peyton Manning too? (laughs) I've heard that a time or two. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't want to get thrown off my game with my. And you said I'm I'm the next pick, right? Yeah, you're next. You're up, Drew. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a first thing, even though you told me not to worry too much about overall athleticism and whatnot. I'm gonna because there's two that we've done a couple of these similar drafts on the DMVR Rockies podcast, right? And there's two things you, you're trying to do here: one, build the best actual team, but two, win the fan vote. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> win a, the it's a delicate balance. Yeah. And so with my first pick, I'm going with the best balance of those things. People have recency bias people know love and are fearful of losing trevor's story sorry justin uh he's he's a phenomenal athlete he's not the fastest guy in rocky's history but he's probably top five or eight he's not the strongest guy in rocky's history but he's probably top five eight he's uh, i think he would have been successful in any sport he would have played uh, he's just one of the best all-around athletes that's ever slipped on a, a Rockies uniform. And playing shortstop, a lot of decision-making, a lot of the, the things that go into that. Uh, you could point to some of his strikeout numbers and be like, is, is he a little too aggressive or does that work better for you in, in rugby? I'm not sure. Think, you know? Yeah, you know, like you said, he's aggressive and he's not afraid to swing the bat. You need guys that are going to take some chances in this yeah. in this game. He's so, not afraid. I'll exactly. tell you that much. So. You, you I thought Story would be the number one overall pick, so I, I got to mm-hmm. give Drew credit on that. I think he's probably, if we're talking, and, and this is no insult to anyone, this is just complimenting Trevor Story on his athleticism, 
probably like one of the best all around athletes to ever play for the organization. Like you watch that dude play anything on a basketball court, shoot jump shots. It's clear. He's just a good athlete. And I feel like he would embrace the physicality of rugby too. He just seems like a guy that can take a hit and would enjoy laying one out himself. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it. Great pick. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great pick. Justin, it's up to you, man. Man, I was really hoping somehow Trevor's story would slide, but if you're going story, I'm going to go the other best athletic shortstop in Rockies history with Troy Tulowitzki. Mm. He's a big, strong dude. I know he had some injury trouble and that could, you know, play out on the rugby heavy pitch, legs. but can't have heavy legs yeah. play sevens, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would lay the wood though. I want him yeah. for his defensive prowess and, you know, lateral movement, like all that type of stuff. I like how he translates big body too. That'll be helpful. I know it's like I said, it's not the end of the world if you're not big, but being big helps being big. If helps. If you get if help, then I feel like he gets to 2007 too low. He does because we forget that before too low messed up his hip and his back and the heavy legs and all that stuff. Like he was a 2020 guy. He stole yeah. 20, maybe even 30 bases this rookie year. I'll, I'll say 2025. 20, uh, like he could move quite a bit and he just gradually over his career became less and less of an impressive athlete but at his peak people forget how how phenomenal Tula was that's a smart I like that pick. that's a good pick Justin uh it's up to you again to bring us back through the second round the second round I know size isn't everything um there's jokes to be made there but I am going <laughs> I'm going with Matt Holiday. He's got a football yeah. background, big dude. And again, we're going with prime Matt Holiday. Can still move in left field, Matt Holiday. Yeah. You know, not the DH version that they brought back for the redemption tour, you know, at the end, which was great. I'd love to see him back in a Rockies uniform. But I'll, I'll tell you a quick story about DH redemption, old man Matt Holiday, who's the version that I got to meet in real life because I was in college in 2007 and I was covering the team when he came back and it was literally one of those things, you know, how sometimes you, two people kind of walk around a corner at the same time and you very lightly bump into each other. He's go, Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry, man. And you go on your way and no one ever thinks of it any again. That happened with me and Matt holiday, except I was dislodged by a good three feet. because <laughs> He's a mountain yeah. of a man. So he's very strong. <laughs> I don't know how you bring that guy down in the open field. You know, if we're talking just, largest guys that could still move you know he's not david ortiz where he's just you know kind of waddling around out there and i love big poppy again no no insults there but i i just think with his football background he almost uh you know almost played football at the next level instead of baseball feels like a, a really good pick especially in the second round did he touch a plate yeah and i was there game 163 10 rows behind home plate with my grandpa i saw it with my own eyes, I don't know. I couldn't tell in the in the chaos of it all, but he absolutely touched it yeah. because that's what happened. He was called safe. Exactly. That's exactly right. Drew, great pick, um, Justin. He was for sure on my list, uh, you know. But yeah. we, we, I'm I'm happy with Todd Hell, and I think you got two good picks. Drew's got Trevor's story. We'll round it out to Drew for his second pick of the draft. All right. Again, I'm gonna stick with my gut a little bit and and hope I'm not too far off. 
on, on my intuitions here, having only taken in a handful of rugby events at Infinity Park. What a gorgeous <laughs> place to take in an event, by the way. Yeah. That's coming from somebody who works at Coors Field. Yeah. So it's, it's a point. nice venue, Drew, and I will take this time to plug. They've got a, they've got a big Rugby Sevens tournament third week in August. So for the people that have never watched rugby before, maybe you're a fan of Drew, you're a fan of the Rockies, and you're like, what are you talking about drafting all these guys? Like, drafting, what does this mean? You can come watch it at Infinity Park the third weekend of August. It's going to be awesome. Looking forward to that. I'm going to be out for some movies and stuff, too. There you go. It's, it's going to be fantastic. So, again, I'm going to lean a little bit toward I'm just going to get public support for this, but also great athlete and multi-sport guy, Larry Walker, the only Hall of Famer in Colorado Rockies history. Again, you don't think of him as an elite speed guy, but he was a very, very good base runner in his career. Lots of stolen bases, lots of just good instinctual, great instinctual athlete, which is funny uh, because he really did just pick up baseball. You know, there's the, the famous story, and I'll see if I can do it justice about him being in the minor leagues and being on first base and Ball gets hit to the outfield and he starts running around going toward third and it gets caught and they tell him he's got to run back to first base and he just straight cut right across the pitcher's mound. He didn't realize he had to yeah. touch second. He was in minor league baseball. <laughs> at this um, but also more of a hockey guy, right? Yeah, so he has that background. He has the toughness of a hockey player, the intellect of a baseball player, the athleticism to hit all those home runs and steal all those bases. I like I like what Larry Walker. That's a great... I just assume he's a good beer drinker too. Oh yeah. I, I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't have anything yeah. to support that, but well, he's Canadian. Yeah, he's Canadian. Yeah. That's what you do up there. It's cold. And I mean that as a compliment, Canadians listening. I love your. Oh, yes. that was, was definitely gonna... not a put down. That's what I was going to say, Drew. Uh, the, my notes on Larry Walker just hockey tough. That's the first thing I wrote. That's a big mm. bonus. Stole some bases, so yeah, he's got some speed. He can move, and like so. When I was making my draft, and this will lead into my next pick. Like the more I was thinking about it, I think outfielders are the play here, right? And then, but just looking at the board, we all took infielders for the first round, <laughs> and then the second round, <laughs> right. we both have took outfielders, and I'm gonna jump on that train, uh, and I, I'm gonna take Dexter Fowler, man. He was my favorite player. <sighs> Great pick. He was my favorite player. Like there, when he was here, uh, you know, super fast, covers a lot of ground. Uh, I think I could put him. I could stash him out there on the wing. He could be my finisher guy. I just pass the ball out to him, and he just takes the rest of the way. That's that's what I'm gonna do with the my second pick. Franchise's all time leader in triples, I believe. He is. Yeah, man. I looked at baseball reference yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dex. That's a great pick. Um, he's bigger than people remember. Yeah, being kind of a skinny center fielder, he's like a legitimate six four, six five. Uh, and you know he would have a little bit of trouble getting going sometimes. Yeah, but at top speed. He was one of the fastest guys in, in Rocky's history. He had those long strides, and he would just be gone. Man. Yeah. So I just, he's just cool. Yeah. He's like, just you know like what I mean? Cool Some guy. athletes are just cool. Like, you watch that guy. Or, I just like him. He's got charisma. Yeah. Buddy, I put a lot sticks. of people on my mock draft, like a lot of Rockies that I just think are cool. Like, and that's going to be my reasoning. If I get, you know, I have the opportunity to pick them, like, this guy's just cool. This guy's a guy I just want on my team. I'm pulling up Dexter Fowler's measurables right now just so I can compare him to. Perry Baker, who's a guy that we've talked about on this a little bit. 
So Perry yeah. Baker, Perry Baker, you should look this guy up if you're near a computer and have Perry Baker is 6'1", 160, and I'm pretty sure he is like the all-time leading try scorer on the World 7 circuit. So Dexter Fowler, 6'5", 205. So both tall, lengthy guys, but just flyers, and I feel confident about putting them on the outside and just letting them run. You don't have to do too much else for me, Dexter. Just get the ball and run and score. Love it. All right. I love it. So that's my that's my, next. That's my second round pick. Yes, exactly. So my third one, I think I think I'm gonna stick in the outfielder trend, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Charlie Blackman. And give me another big body that, that could cover some ground. Uh and he's got a nice mullet. So that'll be good for my team. <laughs> that's true. He's gonna fit in style wise immediately. Yeah. Like he could like Charlie could walk into a rugby clubhouse or oh, clubhouse locker room. Yeah, clubhouse. You you got clubhouse. it, man. That's I okay. call it the clubhouse sweep in the shed. All right, there you go. Yeah, good. All right, I'm so used to having <laughs> yeah, teams that are around for those other. <laughs> yeah, that's the, right. We the got clubhouse. I like it. And rugby clubhouse. Let's go and yeah. golf. I guess there's the yeah, ones. golf too. <laughs> that's like a gentleman completely sports. different dynamic, right? Right. Golfy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nobody's drinking beers out of shoes in golf clubhouses. Right. Chuck walks into the the rugby clubhouse and everyone's like, "Yeah, he looks like he belongs here. Hand him a beer. Get that guy a beer. Why didn't yeah. he have a beer?" So yeah, I think big body. And then Charlie pulls two out of his shirt. He's like, "I already have them." Yeah, out of his overalls, <laughs> out, of, out of a fish that he just caught or something <laughs> like. Yeah, big body covered some ground. He's up there on the stolen bases list too. So used to be able to move a little better than he does now. But yeah. that could be said for all of us. Uh, so right. If yeah, I get young Chuck, I like Chuck. it. Yeah. Young Chuck could move again, bigger than people realize. He's a legitimate six four as well. Yeah. Cool. Is he as cool as he seems? Yeah, if. <laughs> I was going to ask, though, does he like the media, though? If you don't ask a dumbass question, Chuck is great. But, like, yeah, Charlie also is just, like, I think he's also kind of used to people expecting him to be a cartoon character, and they want to ask him very silly questions. And he's like, I, I am a professional who does a job, and I care about it, and I care about yeah. it very seriously. But it's like if you if you know him well and, and you understand or you just ask a good baseball question, he's the best. But yeah, yeah if you try to kind of mess with him without knowing him because you think, oh, you're Chuck Nasty. Careful with that. Is it? I have no problem with that, though. If yeah, you ask dumb fair. questions, you deserve whatever happens to you. Like we've all done it and I'm not throwing shade. I've asked dumb questions as they've come out where it's just like that was not that was not my best. Like hopefully this doesn't blow up on me. True. I did that for your guy. I asked Troy Tulowitzki one time. I was like, man, it just seems like the hitting, whenever it's going, the pitching isn't going. And whenever the pitching's going, the hitting isn't going. You feel like you just need to get those two things going at the same time. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, that's how you win baseball games. <laughs> <laughs> like, You're right. I'm sorry. Anyone was. Yeah. Dumb question. <laughs> just try being better at baseball. Then you guys might be better at baseball. Right. It's like asking this year's team, God, you feel if you guys stopped blowing games at the end, you'd win more? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> Would you guys be a better team if you won more games on the road? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Drew, you're up for the third pick. That's a good pick. I'm going to go with another sentimental super athlete. Uh, probably my favorite person who I've ever interviewed and got to talk to him a whole lot. Just my favorite person. And I haven't, I haven't gotten to interview all the people who played for the Rockies, but several of them, a little bit with Helton and Walker, but Carlos Gonzalez is my pick. Dude, here. you're killing me, Drew. <laughs> I did it Absolutely again. killing me. 
Uh, that's my favorite is, player. I know that's Justin's favorite player. I was. Uh... He should be. He should be everyone's favorite. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> again, Cargo's the best. Just a cool guy. Um, I don't even know him. He just looks yeah. like a cool. He just. He's, he's just cool, the man. Kidding me. I, uh, I I just I have so many positive cargo memories, half of which I can't share because they're just him being phenomenal in the clubhouse and being awesome to people and taking care of everybody, having fun with the media, being the one guy you would go to talk to after a terrible loss when either Nolan or Tulo or whoever else was around pissed and want to talk to anybody in there. And Cargo could stand there and talk for 10, 15 minutes with everybody. And uh, he's just the best. He's and, and then, by the way, during his prime as an athlete, he was a legitimate 30-30 guy. Could steal the bases, hit the home runs, hit some of the most monster home runs in Rockies history. A natural. Cannon. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best arms. Him and Larry Walker. And then there's other people. Yeah. <laughs> one, one other thing I had in my note, just like – and this has been, you know, used to describe cargo forever, just smooth. I feel like mm. a word, like if you're described as a smooth at anything, you can play rugby. Like when I watch Fiji, who won gold at the last Olympics, play rugby, that's a word that comes to mind, just smooth. Like it just flows so perfectly. And cargo is just like, he, that's how he swung a baseball bat. He would, that's how he glided around the outfield, sliding around on his stomach, catching balls and stuff like you just smooth. So I think that that's a good, uh, that's a good quality to, to having a rugby player too. Yeah. That, uh, the walk off against the Cubs, I mean, to complete the comeback that's up there with one of the greatest moments in, in Denver sports history. Like cargo made it fun to be a Rockies fan, even when it wasn't necessarily that fun to be a Rockies fan because they just weren't winning that much, but. And not for nothing. He never asked to go somewhere else or be somewhere else to get any more attention. He just, he loved it here. He still he didn't does. even want to leave. He never, I, I still hate that it ended up that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's a guy that should have, retired a Rocky. And I know that you can't run a sports team with sentimentality, but sometimes you can. I would be shocked if they didn't, when he finally decides to retire, sign him to a one day deal so that he can just for that. They better. Best member of the community the Rockies ever had. Great pick, Drew. It was certainly on my board. I know Justin was about to take him right now. So Justin, who are you going to take instead? <laughs> it's a great pick. I can't, I should have took him earlier. I just, I wanted Matt Holiday's size and that's, I didn't think he would be around, but yeah, well, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Ellis Burks then. Oh, well, I'm a little surprised hasn't gone already, to be honest. One of the better athletes, yeah. really, really strong dude, scored like 150. 46 runs in 1996 so that shows you know he can move a little bit and again just like if we're talking all-time Rockies greats he's got to be in the conversation right he was on my list for sure when I was making my notes and scouring you know baseball reference yesterday he was he was on my list I was going to try to see if he could slide a little bit later but that's a good pick by you Justin grab him uh, right there in the third round Drew you got to watch Ellis Burks you know I I've only seen kind of you know, like going back and watching the highlights and stuff. Like how good was he at his peak? He was about as good as they come. I mean, he really was absolutely phenomenal. He was getting comparisons when he was coming up in the Red Sox organization of Willie Mays. And decent you know, person never... to be compared to, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, how do you live up to that? Right. And he didn't quite, and he came out to, to Colorado and health was always an issue with him, but 
like you pointed out, the 1996 season, he hit over 40 home runs. He stole over 30 bases. Do you know how few 40, 30 guys there are just in the history of Major League Baseball? He played a phenomenal center field at a nearly impossible center field to play, the toughest one that there is while stealing all those bases, hitting over 340 and over 40 home runs and scoring a high. Ellis Burks is one of the most underappreciated players in the, in the history of the Rockies. And really he was a hall of fame talent. If he just stayed healthy, you go back and look, even after he left the Rockies, he had a couple of years in San Francisco. you are like, Oh, there he's doing it again. He's looking like Willie Mays. He's hitting all the home runs. He's stealing all the bases. He's playing phenomenal defense in center field. That's where those comps come from. But it was all injuries, man. He it was sapped of him by injuries. He was great. I got to have him on the podcast sometime. <laughs> Makes me feel better about that pick. I feel I feel <laughs> confident that I got him with uh, the ninth pick. Then good value. Yes, there. that is good value. Justin, you want, you want to give us your tenth pick now? Yeah, there's just so many different ways I could go. Ah. I am going to go and try and steal a little bit of the van- fan vote here, and I'm going to go Andre Scalaraga, the big cat. I mean, that just sounds like a guy that would be good at rugby, obviously big and strong. I don't know if he moved all that well, but he hit a lot of doubles, so it's not like he could have been a statue. On my notes for, for the big cat, I just wrote huge guy, and I was watching some <laughs> – yeah, I just, I, just watched, I just wrote huge guy, and I was watching some videos of him just blasting baseballs, like, out of, you know, this world. Uh, so, yeah, I think, you know, got to be strong to, to hit a baseball that far, and I think that's – if you're strong playing rugby, that's certainly helpful. Yeah, he was one of those guys that actually underway moved a little bit better than you'd think for a first baseman slugger of his size. Like, again, he wasn't going to steal a ton of bases because his first couple of steps, not a lot of quickness in, in Galarraga. Some lateral quickness at first, sure. But first to third, or, or like if somebody hit a ball in the gap, you did not want to be the catcher seeing Galarraga with a full head of steam coming your way <laughs> before the Buster Posey rule when you could still blow people up because Galarraga could get a full head of steam like he's roughly like Nolan Arenado's size, right? But maybe a little bit taller than that. Yeah. But two, three, four times as fast underway as a runner. <laughs> you know, you think more like of a, a Ryan McMahon style athlete than a than a embraces Nolan. contact then, so it's gonna translate on the rugby pitch. Yeah, I can use yeah. him for his defensive prowess. You know, you don't want to you don't want to catch that guy in the in the open field because he's gonna take you out. Get like, off, get off the it. track when the train is coming through. <laughs> no, I want to get of all the people in Rockies history that I don't want to get run over by full head of steam. Galarraga might be number one. <laughs> That's I'm really interested to see who Drew takes here because there's there's a couple of really good you know Rockies players in terms of fan popularity and just you know like success still on the board here. But there's also just some really underrated you know speedy outfielders and stuff. Um, there's there's a lot of options. Yeah. I feel like I need speed. That's what I'm lacking. So when Colton first first hit me up about this, he really emphasized the speed. And and that's part of why I went story number one. But I said at the time, you're not the fastest guy in team history. Well, it's about time somebody does just take the fastest overall runner in the history of the Colorado Rockies. So I'm going to go with the daddy-o. Eric Young, senior. That was my. Right I was, I was t- trying to take next year. You're just good at pipping people. Oh, right no, now. Oh, look, you, th- you think I've been drafting rugby players as a job my whole life? Come on. 
right in front of you. Kevin Costner draft day. He's owning this. Yeah. <laughs> but how many people went to his birthday party? Uh, <laughs> Eric Young. Eric Young could get moving, man. He just like like I said, it's the fact if you're just looking for fastest overall foot speed and also quickest zero to sixty, that's your guy. Not a lot of size there. I worry a little bit about what happens when he runs into Matt Holiday on Justin's team. <laughs> that's going to be problematic for me if he can catch him. Exactly. That's the he, point. That's yeah, the, can he get the, to him? That's the big if. If he gets touched, he's a guy that yeah. that you know might not get touched. Shifty, can, a little bit smaller. He's going to be hard to kind of like grapple in the in the open field. You know, one of those guys that can run low and just keep that momentum rolling forward. Yeah, low center of gravity. Yeah, that's who I wanted, man. That's who I wanted to take. There's like I'm starting to get to some points where, like, I'm starting to just I'm going to have to start drafting cool guys. And maybe that's what I have to do with these like next two picks. Or I guess you, know, you could always take Eric Young Jr. Yeah, but. It just is like, do you, want, do you want Coke or do you want Diet Coke, right? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> that was perfect. You know, I, yeah, so I don't think I'm going to do that. He's not on my board for those wondering. Did cross my mind. Uh, I'm surprised that, I mean, a little bit that this guy's still on the board. So I guess with my pick, I'll just go ahead and take Nolan. <laughs> Should have gone a little sooner, probably. I think, yeah. I don't know. Well, what's interesting about no, this is a great pick because this gets into a conversation about how you define athleticism, right? Back to your conversation, because Nolan himself would tell you and has told me directly and, and lots of people, I'm not the best athlete, natural athlete. It's like, dude, have you seen yourself hit a baseball? Have you watched <laughs> yourself in the box? Have you seen yourself field a slow roller with your bare hand and throw it to first base like you yeah. were taking out the trash? Like he does things athletically that nobody else would even consider to attempt. And I don't know how you measure that. I think also willing to fight, you yeah, know, he will get in a fight. So he's got that chippiness. He will get in a fight. He wants to win more than anything in the world, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I, like you mentioned, Drew, you know, he makes something happen out of nothing. And like, I'll take a guy that, you know, looks like you're about to cheat death and then he throws a good pass somewhere else or whatever, gives it to somebody that can do something. You know, maybe Nolan is, is the setup guy who gives it to my man Dexter Fowler and Dexter Fowler scores a try or something like that. Uh, I'm happy with Nolan in the fourth round. You know, I feel like I feel like just the way it was going, it might like just seem like the next logical pick to me. I'm surprised he's still on the board there, so I'll take Nolan. Don't twist my arm make me take Nolan Arenado in, the, in a sports draft. <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like there's a decent amount of, of chaos in rugby. Oh, yeah. Organized you chaos. Know, right? there, there's obviously a lot in, in baseball. There, there are those moments where, hey, you execute the play right, everything goes right, you get it to the guy in the end, and mm-hmm. cool. But then there's all that mess in the middle, yeah. right? And all that you're looking for someone to find the creative spark when the other everyone thought you were going to do X and yeah. you did Y and you've created offense out of nowhere that's what nolan i think would do it as an athlete is he makes the best out of chaos like the play that he made where he caught the ball in the middle of the air and threw it back to third base to get the guy off of the bag like that yeah. kind of thing he's just thinking ahead of everybody exactly and if you could think a couple steps ahead you're going to be in good shape see it before it happens you know make the right decision before it needs to even be made to be honest i think nolan can do that 
I mean, willingness we'll, to sacrifice his body. Yeah, I mean, he'll, he'll diving headfirst into San Francisco stands to make that catch. Maybe yeah, the best I'll, catch I've ever seen by a Rocky. Yeah. So I'll take Nolan. Yeah. I'll take Nolan in the fourth round. I'll chew that one up right there. Solid place to moving, pick up. moving into the fifth round, or I guess my fifth pick, um, I will take. See, this is this is where I just like this guy. I think is just cool. I know he's good at baseball too, but he's just cool. I'm take Ryan Meltapia here. Oh, okay. So that's what we're doing now. We're just <laughs> going in front of me like Drew. Okay. Drew's guy. Yeah, I see guy. what happened. He's just cool. I was feeling can... a little too high on myself taking your guys. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what goes around comes around, my friend. It, it all catches oh. up to you eventually. But I think like. I self-admittedly have not watched very much Rockies baseball, especially this year, but in the, in the last few years. But the, the stuff I have seen, like, I've never seen Rymel Tapia up close and personal, but he um, seems like a decent-sized guy. He seems like he covers the ground well. You know, to play outfield, you gotta you got to be able to move a little bit. Um, yeah, runs well. I think he'd be a good rugby player. He's got, again, another guy with cool hair on my team. That's always a big plus for me, too. Uh, and he just seems like a cool guy. I'll take him on my team. Oh. Aren't broken. I'm beaten down. I'm a bruised and battered man at this point. Yeah. We need a Sarah uh, McLaughlin commercial now. Just here, hand it in on the, Drew. For anyone that doesn't know, I love Raymond. <laughs> I don't care who knows about it. Uh, and you're right. He's he's a legit. I keep saying legit six three. I'm six foot two, mm-hmm. and a lot of times people who are announced at six three, six four, wander into the yeah. clubhouse. I'm like, you're six. You're six you get, one. You get a little bump in the, in the program, right? Yeah. Uh, Toppy is taller than I am and stronger than I am. Now he's wiry a little bit, but he's not the, the string bean he used to be. People think of him, of him. He's put on a solid 15, 20 pounds the last couple of years. So Music to my ears. Give me, yeah. give me a little beefier rum. I'll top you right there. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Beefing him up. Uh, and he can move. He's, he's very fast. He's a, he's a good instinctual player. The, re, the you know, I, I don't know how much his hand-eye coordination and that, that helps him hit a baseball totally tr- translates. But a lot of that is instinctual too. Like I remember when he first came up, he had a walk-off single up the middle in his first couple of months. And I'd known him for a very long time. And I remember somebody asking him, what pitch were you looking for on that bat? Did you know he was going to throw you a changeup pitch? When I was like, right out, didn't think one yeah. second about the pitch that was coming. Solid You're not ball. Nolan Arnold, Charlie Blackman. Yep. Yeah. See the ball. Hit the ball. That's how he plays. That's how he sports is. Yeah. And I think that would translate well. <laughs> and see, rugby. I like it. It's a simple game, right? Rugby is a simple game, too. If you catch the ball, run straight. If you don't have the ball, tackle the guy with the ball, right? It's easy as that. Well, he could do that. I bet he could do it pretty great. well, too. He'd be great. <laughs> <sighs> All right, Drew. Give, me, give us your, your fifth pick here. Take, right, Justin, since you... take Justin's fifth pick, I guess, too. That seems to be the trend here. I know, right? <laughs> Who, who's um, Justin going to pick? Say that name, and we'll keep it moving. Since you took a super fun and cool <laughs> Rockies outfielder who's got legit swag and speed and, and who I like, I'll, I'll take the first one. He wasn't around for as long. People might not just remember. This might not get me as many. This Are you might really going to do this to me again? <laughs> oh, no. Am I, did, or were you really about to take Willie? Willie Tavares? <laughs> Dude, I'm done. I quit. No, that's my sleeper. I swear to God, he he. When you said the fastest Rocky in history and Eric Young, I was thinking Willie Tavares. To be honest. Oh no! Yeah, oh, wow. he's he's up there. I oh, I 
apologize. The best base steal percentage in Rockies history, though he wasn't around quite as long. A big member of that 2017 that went to the World Series. Phenomenal outfielder, uh, great athlete, uh, swag, brought the smile, the whole thing. Uh, I'm sorry, Justin. <laughs> no, that's honestly amazing. I'm, yeah, I'm just that, impressed that it's happened. Dude, I'm scared because I'm, I'm on the receiving end of the next one. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to – I don't even know what I'm going to do, but you know before me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure it out and then, and then take him. Willie Tavares might be – the most underrated player to use on a video game growing up, you know, like one of my favorite baseball games all time was uh, MLB 2005. Um, and I would yeah. just like always trade for him. I would get him out of the Houston organization and be like, all right, I'm going on franchise mode and I'm going to steal 200 bases with Willie Tavares. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I love it. The best. Good pick, right. Drew. I'm, Way to I'm sabotage be honest, more I'm drafts. shook right now. Yeah. I think Drew's in my head a little bit. Um, I saw man. your draft board. I'm not going <laughs> to no, I'm going to have to talk to my scouting department because yeah. we've got a leak you internally. You've got a leak, dude. <laughs> Somebody's a rat for sure. Um, well, I'm just going to go sentimental and a guy that I think is one of the more underappreciated Rockies of all time and just a generally uh, underrated athlete, and that's DJ LeMayhew. He, one of the most intelligent, you know, infielders I've ever seen. People don't appreciate the finesse that it takes to play second base. It's a lot of knowing when to cover. It's a lot of give and take with the shortstop. You have to cover an incredible range from first to second, depending on the scenarios. And he's just a guy that gets it done, you know, two-time batting champ, love his hand-eye coordination, and he can move a little bit, you know, not the fastest guy, but when he gets those long legs going, he'd be tough to bring down in the open field, I think. You have any DJ stories, Drew? I don't. I feel like I know nothing about him. Like I just watched him play every day. I was watching the mm-hmm. Rockies a lot back then. Like, seems like a kind of like a mysterious guy. <laughs> yeah, you know he was. I I had a, a couple of good ones. I'll, I'll tell you one that was fun that actually ended up turning into an article. But it was uh, Patrick Lyons and I were talking with DJ one time about how many times they had faced Clayton Kershaw that year this would have been i think 2018 and it's just they kept facing clayton kershaw but he had relatively decent numbers against kershaw and then they had this game against some random rookie kid and he almost no hit him and i mean it's so weird like how do you guys put up this huge fight against kershaw and then two days later this kid who's just some dude and he said straight up man i would honestly face one of the best pitchers in the world but i've seen him before before a guy I've never seen before, because that's just the type of hitter I am. I, I've got to go out there, see and feel all yeah. the pitches. And he and he totally rearranged like the way I think about it. Cause I would have thought before that conversation, no one wants to face Joe Schmo before Clayton Kershaw. But DJ was like, I know what Clayton Kershaw has. Yeah. I know I've I've faced, time, yeah. yeah. The devil you yeah, know versus I, the devil know, you don't. All of it, totally. I don't want to be surprised by anything at the plate, man. I was just like, that's really interesting. Um, and then my other DJ story is that I went on with Jake and John Boy right before they became big and right as the, uh, you know, DJ and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Ottavino were going over there or whatever. And like, so what do you think about this guy? They just kind of picked him up. They're not sure if he's going to start. I was like, he's going to be a star. <laughs> they're like, awesome. no, I mean, look, we know you like him. No, no, no. 
I've for six years in a row, people ask me, who's the most underrated player in baseball? My answer has been DJ LeMahieu. And now he's on the Yankees and he's not going to be underrated anymore. Watch. Yeah. You're going to love. And <laughs> that's exactly what happened. <laughs> no, this is why I need to hang with Drew more because we just, we agree a lot when it comes to baseball. Right. I was, I, you know, DJ LeMahieu is one of my, probably in my top three, you know, it's cargo it's Helton and it's probably mm. DJ. I, I love Tulo and Nolan, you know, I'm, but I just, there's just something about DJ and, and how underappreciated he was that, that kind of makes me like him that much more. And yeah. he went to LSU. So I got to imagine, you know, right. he watched a lot of football. Mm-hmm. He's a big guy, may have, may have played high school football. Yeah. I'll take my yeah. chances. That's a good pick. And I think where he got him too is just like, you take him at five. That's good value there too. For as good of a, a player as he is, Drew, yeah. you just predict the future, man. You're picking everyone's picks. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're predicting that DJ LeMay is going to be good on the Yankees. That one might be a little easier than I guess picking picks. But that, that one was a gimme, <laughs> but still, yeah. <laughs> All right, Justin, uh, you're up again, taking us into the sixth round. This is a guy that I think I could probably get if I wait, but I don't want to take the chance. You know, you took Todd Helton first overall. He was Peyton Manning's backup quarterback. So I'm going to take Eli Manning's backup quarterback. Seth Smith Ooh, was Mr. Clutch for the Dude. Rockies for a while. One of the best pinch hitters in franchise history. Again, like he legit was Eli Manning's backup. The number two, not like a, you know, he's on the baseball team. He's also on the football team for the story type deal. Right. If Eli was going to come out, it was going to be Seth Smith. So obviously he has that physicality. And just like I said, really clutch. A guy that came through in big situations. I think he would do it on the rugby pitch as well. I like completely forgot about Seth Smith until you said him right now. Like, and I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have forgot about him because I, yeah, I do remember them talking about all that stuff all the time. Watching a lot of Rockies games back then. Now, that's a good pick. Yeah, that's man. That is a steal. I don't. Late night. Would you have picked him, Drew? I feel like he would have slid. I feel like he would have gone undrafted. He probably would have, but I still feel like that's a smart pick. That I feel like the guy I'm about I can't to take the chances. Drew's in my head now. You know what I mean? Like, I give him another two minutes, and he's going to pull it out of me for sure. Yeah, that is tough to have a strategy when, when Drew's strategy is to take all your guys. That's right. I think he was the last out in the in the World Series, if I remember correctly. So this would be a chance for him to to bring some glory back to his name and, and some proper that? respect. Because I was a big Seth Smith guy. He was a fun player. Yeah. He was a fun player. I'm gonna look him up really quick. I want to know what he's up to. See how I was gonna say. Was. I think he was active until very recently. He hung around for yeah. a minute. It says 2017. Yeah. Yeah, that was that's cool. longer than I would have guessed. Six yeah. three two ten. That's a that's a good size fella. He's running seven. He got the ten year. He probably got right to his in baseball. When you reach ten years, you get a certain you get like a bunch of benefits. Oh, and like stuff. Your, your your pension's activated or something like that. Exactly. All the health care. Yeah. All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a good pick, Justin. I'm I'm kind of mad at myself that I didn't think of that one until right now. Drew, you're. I know up. I should have probably waited on him because I do think he would have slid just because he's oh, not like okay. you know a starter or not yeah. a name brand type Rocky, but. I don't know. Dude. Drew Drew definitely knows who Seth Smith is. And like I said, he's in my head. So. Don't don't discount the off brand Rockies if we're gonna call them that. Like not name brand Rockies. Like there's I have right. some guys on my list and I'm I, you know, I'm about to have two picks in a row. So <laughs> unless Drew takes one of them right now. So I've got I've got two picks left, right? <laughs> yeah, you got two yep. picks left. So this is six. Okay. I think I've got this planned out right. 
if I if I if you actually take the person I want with my next pick, though, Colton, I will be one very impressed and two very sad. Okay. But right <laughs> I now, won't. I know who I want, but Drew will absolutely take him before I go. See, again. and I have my next I, one picked out, but I'm scared. I'm afraid about what you're about I, to say. You probably should be because I feel like I might be about to mess up one of your picks right now. But I've actually got to go with a name brand Rocky, an all-time Rocky, okay. and somebody who, again, you don't think of for his speed, but at his peak, did have a 30-30 season, does have over 100 stolen bases at the major league level, which has him at fifth all-time on the list behind Cargo, Walker, Blackman, and EY Sr. So all yeah, this is game. a great pick. And it's Dante Bichette. So I dodged a bullet there. He's on my list. Like he was in, he was in the running to get picked for me. Okay. But, but I want, I want a different name brand, Rocky. But continue on with the with the <laughs> Bichette explanation. Yeah, Bichette, man. Uh, again, I, I think we tend to think of him as this Coors Field creation slugger who had kind of a short, hot peak. And and there's nothing necessarily 100 wrong with all of that. But he was a better base stealer than people remembered. He could run a little bit. Strong guy. We know about all this for time. days. Yeah, that's what, he, I, that's what I wrote for him. Big, strong, could steal some bases. That was my notes on my very small yeah. book. So, yeah, so that that combination of of strength, size, and speed—not blow you away speed, but good speed, above yeah. average speed. Good, like it. Good speed. Any type of speed is good in, in sevens. There'll be some you have, yeah. you know, if you have one or well, at least one or two blow you away with your speed, guys, you'd be okay. But good speed is good too. Good speed is good size. Uh, that's stuff that you can't teach, as I've told a lot of people in terms of this XO program. You know, you can teach you can teach Dante uh, Bichette how to play rugby, but you can't teach a guy how to be as big and as fast and as strong as Dante Bichette. Right. Yeah. Also, pick. I feel like I don't know for sure, but I feel like I got a quality beer chugger with that. <laughs> oh yeah, he just seems, right based on personality be weird if he wasn't right true <laughs> yeah get him on the show ask him straight up <laughs> okay i guess it's to me are you going with colton yeah the, you gotta wrap up your team big yeah, pressure I, don't mess it up true. The you're last, the rugby guy I, i'm gonna punt the last one the last one's gonna be bad i can like already tell that <laughs> you're, i'm gonna say it you guys gonna be Feel like it. what are you talking about um, but I am going to take with this pick, I'm going to take Vinny Castilla and I'm going to take him because he is smaller. Like I have some decent size on my team, but I need a scrum half. I need a guy just a little bit tinier, but he plays in the infield. Uh, again, has to make good decisions to play scrum half for me. So I'm going to take Vinny Castilla. Get the fan vote too. One of the most popular yeah. players in Rockies history. Yeah. He's not as big as some of, you know, some of the guys that we've been taking, but you, I need at least one little, you know, guy I can put him at my nine and, and let him just distribute the ball. And then, you know, if he gets a little break here, he can squirt through and score me some tries. Drew, correct me if I'm wrong here. Prime Vinny Castilla moved a little bit better, like, speed-wise than Prime Nolan Arenado. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Castilla is the better overall natural athlete. Yeah. There, right? Um, and Rob strength too but strong guy yeah. built more than you would would think and i'll tell you who would have taken vinny castilla a lot earlier in this draft that's vinny castilla <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what he believes he could get out there on the pitch right now yeah and well how old is he right now? he's 54 he yeah. just turned 54 on the 4th of july so 
we can get them in the old boys tournament up at Aspen Rugger Fest, let them run around a little bit. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past him. No. We we got to – get me in contact with he him. He would we'll, totally. We'll get it set up. And yeah, I guess two-third I, baseman on your team. Interesting. I say that he's smaller. Like, I know he's not yeah. – he's not – the smallest guy, but he's smaller than some of, you know, some of our other options on this team, I guess. Um, and then I guess it's back to yeah. me. This is where I'm going to mess it up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do here. I feel, I'm very proud of the team I put together so far. So I'm not going to take a pick that is going to resonate with the fans. And that's why I'm going to probably lose this. But uh, when I was like going through, you know, some Rockies that I think would be good. Like we, we've picking, we've picked everybody that's I've kind of thought was going to get picked with the exception of Seth Smith. Cause I just remembered who that guy was right now. Uh, but, <laughs> but I, I think being a utility man is, is a good trait to have in rugby. Like when you play rugby, you have to do a lot of things well. And when I think utility men, this is going to be so out there. This is going to be so bad. <laughs> Such Jamie a bad pick. No, I'm taking Ty Wigginton. Right. Do you remember this guy? <laughs> he played for one year for the Rockies in 2011, I think. And I remember that Goodman and George Frazier described him as like, this guy looks like a truck driver. He's got like big meaty forearms. He could play literally like anywhere in the infield. It's just like, it looks like he just picked him up off the street and they're like, you go play third base today. And he would just do it. And he was okay at it. And so like as, as weird, my brain is so weird, I guess, but like I was going through some Rockies that I want, some utility men that I want. Ty Wigginton came to mind. So I gave a little Google search. This man is such a utility man. He, his wife was giving birth and he jumped on the phone with 911. They're like, you're going to have to deliver the baby. And he delivered his wife, the baby in the closet. And then he tied off the umbilical cord with his shoestrings. That's why I want Ty Wigginton on my team. That's true. Wow. I can't argue against that. that yeah. <laughs> See, but this is the yeah, problem. What do you even say to this that? is the problem because when the draft comes out, when the graphic comes out next week, nobody's going to listen and they're going to see my good team and then they're going to see Ty Wigginton with my seventh pick and they're going to be like, who the hell is this guy? I don't even remember this guy, but he played for the Rockies for one year and I had to take him. And, and then when I looked him up yesterday, I was like, I have to take this guy. When I read that giving birth to a kid story, that's, dude, give me that guy on my team. I, I left mean, you guys speechless. You have you know, anything to say about that? <laughs> not on my board, that's for sure. Whatever. That's 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 not even close. Galaxy brain is who <laughs> tied off the umbilical cord with shoestrings. With shoestrings, come on. He's resourceful, right, obviously. He's not scared. He can't be scared Thanks. if you're birthing a baby. <laughs> that's amazing. So that's who that's who my pick is. Like amazing. I said, it's gonna be I think it's a good pick. I think I've convinced you guys that it's not as bad of a pick. As the You're going to get plenty of fan votes with Helton, Fowler, Blackman, Arnato, <laughs> Tapia, Vinny. So I think you're okay with, I hope with one the, no name. The people that don't know who he is, look him up. And just like, I might share my screen with you right here. Um, I have to have you talk really quick, Drew, if you want to give your, your seventh round pick. I'll pull up Ty Wigginton and show you what this fellow looks like, too. The guy I haven't thought about in a decade. <laughs> I know, right? Totally. So... Uh, what I'm going to do now is make amends for a terrible mistake that I made on the DNVR Rockies podcast when Patrick and I were drafting what we had dubbed the Colorado Rockies not stars, which is that we did a draft just like this, all the Rockies in history, except nobody who had ever played in an all-star game was eligible. So we were only able to take basically like we're talking about the non-marquee, non-brand name, 
Colorado Rockies. And somehow I let my favorite Rocky of all time end up on his damn team. And that's not going to happen again. No one was going to take this player, but still he's my favorite Rocky. I guess. Can I guess? Yeah. Is it Juan Pierre? It is. You Juan just got Pierre. me again. My favorite color. No way. Are you kidding me? Can you guys you see? You got Tavares uh, and Pierre. Can you guys see my screen? I did. No. No. Dang, no I'm not what's getting going the, on here? Screen share. Okay. Sorry to cut you off. Continue with the Juan Pierre. You're good. Justin got pipped again. Underrated uh, pick. Drew's killing it. <laughs> I. So Juan Pierre is, again, one of the fastest guys in, in team history. He's seventh on the franchise history charts in terms of stolen bases. But if you counted all of the stolen bases, he only played for the Rockies for three years. <laughs> so if you count, like he, he went on, he won a World Series uh, with the Marlins. He was one of those guys. One of the things that people forget about Juan Pierre is that no one's ever really come close to the Cal Ripken Jr. record of like 2,000-something-odd consecutive games played, right? Juan Pierre is the only guy in the modern era who you even went, oh, wow, he's gone seven straight years and hasn't missed a baseball game. Like, that's incredibly rare. Uh, Remarkable speed. uh, Was a 40-bag stealer every year, 60 bags a couple of times. Uh, Just a, yeah, great, like – no, no pop, no pop. Again, I worry if he's going to fold like a, he would hit literally one home run every other year. I think he played something like 2000 games in his career and has eight home runs, <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I loved him. And he, and he really would talk about an instinctual speed demon who can run around and make things happen. My favorite Juan Pierre fact is that he began the 2003 World Series, where the Marlins weren't even supposed to be there, and they're in New York against the Yankees, one of the most stacked teams in history, and all of the things that go into a World Series, and everyone's paying attention. And the second pitch of the World Series, he laid down a bunt for a perfect single just on the third baseline and set the stage because Juan Pierre doesn't even care. <laughs> so. I like, Sorry, it. I like the durability. I'd like the record to show I win if my team wins or if Drew's team wins because <laughs> the I we're we're on the same page here. Basically the same team, just one sooner. I like the, the durability aspect. I can't share my screen because my settings aren't hooked up. So I'm gonna have to show you on my phone. I don't know if you can see this fella. Oh, that's a beefy guy. Ty Wigginton, yeah. Ty Wigginton. Doesn't he? He looks like <laughs> a truck beef. driver. It was one of the best. Yeah. Nice thick there, sinking down. And this is a, such a bad podcast with this. <laughs> people are going to listen to this, not watch. So you're going to have to look up Ty Wigginton, people listening to the show. All right. Uh, Juan oh, Pierre, man. I'll go ahead and update Whoa. the log. And then Justin will close us out here with uh, Mr. Irrelevant. And then we'll talk about some honorable mentions. I got a lot of big dudes, so I could just really lean in there. But... I'm going to go with Ryan McMahon. I think he's probably one of the more athletic modern Rockies. He's obviously killing it this season. It's been a lot of fun to see. And a guy who I believe played high school football. So I think he's going to do well with the, with the physicality and just a underrated athlete. Like one of those guys, people are like, baseball players aren't athletes. Go watch Ryan McMahon and tell me that guy's not athletic. He was on my list and maybe someone I should have taken, but like I said, I, I've given my reasoning. <laughs> but but I took Ty Wigginton. But I took instead. Ty Wigginton instead, and I'm I'm happy with it. That's a good pick, Justin. Like, yeah, he is, he's a good athlete. What did I write for him? Where are my notes? Yeah, yeah. 
cerebral, smarter than people realize. He's had to play the young player for a little while. I think that's something people will come to recognize about McMahon more and more. Very, very smart. And yeah, above average athlete was the quarterback at modern day high school. That is not an easy gig to get. No, that is not. Yeah, one of the premier uh, high school football programs in the country, CSU has four guys from Matterday on the roster right now. So it's, it's kind of a – I mean, they sign guys to USC, to UCLA, all over. So just an, an elite program, just for context, if you don't Football know factory. Yeah. All right, guys. Even McMahon playing like second and third and first just yeah. with relative ease, like that's not – yeah, yeah. He's in the natural May, – Maybe a better utility man pick than mine. Because that's what I had it for him, utility man. One could argue that right, a young has, Ryan McMahon is has he delivered a, a baby though. One could has he delivered <laughs> a baby? <laughs> All right, guys, I'll go ahead and read through our drafts, and we'll jump into a couple honorable mentions, and we'll get out of here. So, uh, my draft: Todd Helton, Dexter Fowler, Charlie Blackman, Nolan Arenado, Rymel Tapia, Vinny Castilla, Ty Wigginton, Drew, Trevor Story, Larry Walker, Carlos Gonzalez, Eric Young, Senior. Willie Tavares, Dante Bichette, Juan Pierre, Justin, Troy Tulowitzki, Matt Holliday, Els Burks, Andre Galarraga, Andres Galarraga, excuse me, DJ LeMahieu, Seth Smith, and Ryan McMahon. Uh, Who do we miss? Wow. You have a very serious team, Justin. McMahon's <laughs> going to have to lighten those guys up. <laughs> I think uh, Drew's team is probably the best built for sevens <laughs> rugby, if we're being honest, just pure athletes. I would agree. I appreciate the strategy you came in with, Drew. You had a lot of facts ready to go. Uh, you know, you could tell you thought about this. I gave it. I gave it some consideration. I was a little. I don't know if surprise is the right word because when you think about catchers, you obviously think of bad knees and you can't run real well. And you've got to run in rugby. Right? Yeah, you got to like, run. Those dudes are tough. Exactly. Uh, and the Rockies have had a few guys like Fort McHenry, who was just a wall Mike McHenry back in the day. I thought, you know, that's an outside the the lines pick, you know. Walters I thought Yorvi too- Torrealba maybe, kind of same deal, yeah. thick guy, like yeah. had the awesome, you know, moment in 07 where he hits that homer against the, the, the D-backs and the NLDS right. and like the pouring rain. But yeah, also just like a tough dude. I don't know. Like, he seems yeah. like he would be be tough to run through. Chris Iannetta is another one of those guys who's never been exciting, but like he'd probably legitimately be a good rugby player. <laughs> like very size and smart athleticism. Couple, but yeah. Couple guys I, I had Brad Hop. I think Brad Hop would have would have fit in nicely on a sevens team. Yeah. This one's not gonna go over well. I think Ian Desmond, if he was playing the correct position, like okay. he was on my list. I he always just looks like he was a ripped up guy. He looked just like a statue to me. I feel, and then watching some of the stuff that he did before he came to the Rockies, he can move around a little bit. Now Desmond's a, the right pick, actually. Desmond should have been on one of these. He should have been one. Of, yeah, he should have got picked because well, he legit. Again, you can like, hitting a baseball is a completely different skill. The guy struck out too much as a Rocky. I get yeah. it. He was paid too much. Fine, but he very legitimately. Um, I mean, the guy played shortstop and center field. He played all over the the field. Uh, he is, he's, a, I said it about Trevor's story earlier, and I believe this 100%. If Ian Desmond had wanted to go and be a safety in the NFL, he'd have been yeah. a professional safety in the NFL. If he wanted to be a point guard in the NBA, then he'd been a point guard in the NBA. If he wanted to run track and field, he'd have been on the four by 100 team. You know, he would have, he would have figured stuff out. Like he's, he was just one of those dudes. Yeah. And yeah, yeah that's a big miss. He that's probably out. the biggest miss. He missed yeah. out on a spot. 
uh, in place of Ty Wigginton. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ian Desmond. I had Brendan Rodgers. I think he, like, maybe the jury's still out on Good him. Athlete. He looks like he played some rugby. Another guy that was, like, sneaky under the radar, I think actually would be very good, and you could put him at scrum half, is Brandon Barnes. Dude. That's a great pick. Yeah, Brandon Barnes, That's like a, a grinder. Plus, he has the tattoos, which fits tattoos, rugby culture. Like, cool. he would fit right in. Yeah, but just kind of like a grinder, like nothing came easy for him. Well, that seems to be the case with a lot of these rugby guys. Um, and he could fly around, man. He was always, like, selling out, making catches and stuff, legging out inside the park home runs. I, I thought Brandon yep. Barnes would, you know, he was a sneaky pick that I, again, maybe should have taken in place of, of my seventh-round pick. But uh, And then the last one I had was Gerardo Parra. I think Parra would be, could be pretty good at rugby, too. Yeah. Yeah, Parra, underrated Parra. athlete, especially in his prime. Yeah. Uh, two guys on the current team, just when I'm thinking about – uh, especially the speed stuff are Hampson, who might be a little bit small, but boy, is he, he can fly. Player. He can absolutely run. Um, and Jonathan Daza has a really interesting combination. Like he's like six foot two, uh, above average speed. He plays a phenomenal outfield defense. It's funny that he's a slap hitter with no pop at, at his size and speed combo. But uh, yeah, it's like, again, I, I wasn't going to put him on my team because I'm not going to gain any points for fans out there for the Jonathan <laughs> Daza pick. Brandon Barnes would have been a great yeah. hamster pick, dude. People would have been like, who? And then the people who know it would have been like, yes! Yeah, yes. That, would have been, that would have been a good one. I'm hoping that's, that's what right. happens with Ty Wiggins. You know, I keep, <laughs> keep harping on it, but... <laughs> yeah, Brandon, we'll see. You Brandon can flip Barnes. him out if you want. No, 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 no. I'm a man of integrity. Uh, that's not how drafts work. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's all I had for, for honorable mentions, Justin. Is that all you had, too? I'll throw a couple more guys out. Um, just rapid fire here. Willian Rosario would have been a really hard guy to to take down. I don't Baby know if he boy. would have had the cardio for it, yeah. but didn't real thick. Like, the impression I got, he's not a, lot, a guy that liked to move. <laughs> it's tough. Like, I think, you can, yeah, you I think cannot that's fair. Move um, <laughs> I consider awesome. Justin Morneau because he'd be really uh, hard to bring down, but I think Galarraga moves better than him, and that's why I went with him just for the rugby contest. Obviously, Giambi is thick you know and if i'm getting prime jason giambi which was not a rocky so that's not really fair for the the intellectual honesty here but you mean you know like who's going to tackle that dude very few people uh royce clayton growing up you know i think was one of the more underrated athletes in terms of that guy was strong he could hit the ball um i really liked him he was kind of like a tulo type player not anywhere near tulo's level but just a guy that hit with power at the shortstop position I'm Preston glad. Wilson is someone you just reminded me of. Royce Cl- is another one. Royce Clay. Preston, Preston Wilson's Wilson. a great one. Um, and then just David Dahl. Again, like yeah. I think he can't stay healthy, but that's a guy who I think could have played football, could have played basketball, really athletic, and a good teammate. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up Gian because I did promise one of my friends we'd talk about him. I was like, he just wouldn't make sense. Rocky's Giambi would not be good at sevens, but he, he was worth a no. mention for sure. Hayes Giambi might have been an interesting problem for you. (laughs) But would he be able, like, would he be passing tests? (laughs) Could we get him (laughs) on the field? (laughs) Be allowed to play. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What would USADA say about Jason Giambi being on my team? So, uh, Drew, what are you you working on, man? How can people follow you? Uh, Tell us what you got in the works. This will come out next Wednesday. So it'll be right after the All Star game and all that good stuff. So. 
Yeah, we're blowing it up for All-Star Week, man. We're doing lots of stuff down at the DNVR bar, doing watch parties for the Home Run Derby and the All-Star Game. I'm going to be down there. I could not be more stoked to actually be in the building with the press pass and the whole thing for All-Star Weekend. So, you know, we're just going to be doing live videos and articles and everything that, that we do that's coming out of that. Getting excited, trying to get some special guests on the DNVR Rockies podcast, live show, in studio. I think I can, well, yeah, by the time this comes out, so just yeah. people have known that John Boy will have been around, uh, those guys. So that, uh, that, that'll have been a lot of fun. So, you know, we'll just be debriefing from all of that and, and everything that's happened at the All-Star Game. It's pretty cool that Denver, Colorado gets to be the epicenter of the baseball world for a few days. And we're just going to do everything that we can to, to take it in. I'm going to see how many Hall of Famers I can meet. And all that stuff. <laughs> so, Drew, since this will come out after, I'm going to the home run derby. Do you want to? Do you want to call your home run derby shot? Who won the home run derby? Since this will be <laughs> two days after that oh, is man. over. So, it it should probably be Shohei Otani, and I hope it was Shohei Otani because that's yeah. the best story and it's awesome, and he's been raking and and that's amazing. And I I think he's the best odds, but Matt Olson is my guy. Like, that's a weird, like, I mean, Shohei Otani can adopt me. I'm like, I'm in, like, whatever. Like, he's the most amazing thing that's happened to baseball in decades. But Matt Olson, if you just like a guy who hits absolute monster jams, like, I'm, I'm into what he does. The A's have that thing, too, like the Rockies, where people don't typically pay a lot of attention to him. So, um, I like Olson. I, I like his opportunity for a little bit of an upset with all the spotlight being on Otani and all of that. And he just comes in and and puts on a show of his own cool love it isn't it crazy that that shohei otani hit a baseball into the city of golden wasn't that crazy right. when that happened Remember on monday that? he will he'll do something <laughs> stupid that's awesome how can people follow you drew at drew creaseman on the twitter at dmvr underscore rockies real simple real easy always out there hanging out Very down nice. to chat justin what about you what do you got going right now how do people follow you it's uh, on Twitter at Justin T. Michael or at DNVR underscore Rams. I'm the, the man behind the Rams account. You know, if you will, it's the harder recruiting season. So all that, I'm also going to start ramping up my 2021 coverage previews, all that fun stuff. Finally going to have life a little bit more normal. I got to cover four total games in 2020. So oh. <laughs> uh, looking, looking forward to something uh, just kind of picking back up again. But I'm going to give you guys my home run derby pick, even though you didn't ask for yes, it. Yes, go for uh, it. Joey yes, Gallo. Okay. Because Ooh. that guy seems to always always do well. And I think the home run derby experience bodes well for him in this scenario. A lot of guys seem to kind of do better the second and third time around. You figure out the pace of it. That's my worry with Otani. He hits the ball so far, so hard. Is he going to be so amped up trying to hit it out of the stadium that he uses all his energy in the first round? He's a superhuman dude. He's just got infinite energy, I think. Just, I mean, the world, everyone wants Otani to win. But <laughs> I want Otani to win, but, I'll, you know, I'll take the, I'll take the easy one. That's He's my pick. Uh, how, are, how are they not a better team with him and Trout? I know yeah, this is not crazy. a unique opinion, and everyone in <laughs> yeah. baseball ever is like, how? But for yeah. real, how? Uh, one of my favorite know. lines ever in the show Sports Night, where uh, this was back in the day when someone was talking about Barry Bonds, and Barry Bonds is so good. They look about Barry Bonds, and don't you think the Giants are going all the way? It's Barry Bonds. And at one point, the sports analyst just says, Yeah, the only problem is that the rules of baseball prohibit Barry Bonds from batting both before and after himself. <laughs> <laughs> 
I need them all. <laughs> need them all. That said, if we'd have been doing this draft and not Rockies, just all baseball players and current Major League Baseball, Shohei Otani would be my number one pick. Guy's a freak. I think he's an alien. I would have taken Ricky Henderson, I think. Oh, if we're going all time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Trout's a freight train when he's running full speed. Oh, man. There's a lot. That'd it. be interesting. We might have to do that down the line. Yeah, down the line. Well, yeah, we'll have we'll have some more gaps for sure. So thank you guys so much for joining. If you want to follow me at Colton Strickler on the Twitter at the NVR underscore rugby. We'll, we've still got a, a couple more drafts. I think uh, if we play our car right, cards right, I think Drew's joining us for another one. So, so keep an eye out for all that. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for having me, man.